to just ghouly things. One of these days we're going to harmonize, though, and it's going to sound really good and we'll be signed. Maybe for our Christmas week episode, very harmonic and mm-hmm. a beautiful melody of the angels coming yes. down upon us. Just Ghoulie Things Christmas album coming at you 2020. That would be amazing. Like spicy we could like, like change it with com- ghosts. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, coming to come you soon. Come you spooky, spooky, <laughs> kooky, ooky. <laughs> That's just a little preview. But if you want the full album, you should donate to our Patreon. Yes. (laughs) But uh, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Lily, do you want to talk about what we are going to be discussing in this week's episode? The Grim Reaper. Yes. I don't know why I said it like that. I feel I, I you know there was what, like I, some Andy Bernard energy in that when he's like uh, I went to Cornell. Okay, wait. Did you okay? Did you like Andy Bernard in The Office or did you hate him? Because I feel like he was either a love or hate character. As a person, I hated him. Of course. As a character, I fucking loved him. Okay. I lived for Andy Bernard. The part when he got up to do the solo in the George Michael song and Broccoli Rob comes mm-hmm. back as like Stephen Colbert. Oh my god! Or when he was like. When he was like, um, I went to a small car- college, Cornell, maybe burn a bit. Yes. What about you? Okay. I loved Andy Bernard's character. Mm-hmm. My mom, that was her least favorite character on the show for okay. some reason. She's just like, I don't know, like, all of his j- jokes just don't hit me the right way. Okay. Like, I, know, I like, can they, see that. It's either like a hit or miss. Um, but my favorite, uh, my favorite moment from Andy Bernard is when, I guess they're doing the baby shower party for mm-hmm. Michael Scott's girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What was her name? Uh, Jan? Carol? Jan, Jan. And they Michael have- Scott's had more romantic partners than me. Can we just discuss <laughs> that? That's so fucked up. Um, speaking of which, Steve Carell has aged beautifully. He's gotten he's hotter. He's aged really well. Yeah, he's gotten hotter, I feel like. But anyway, that's beside the point. I guess Steve Carell, tweet us at JGT Podcast. <laughs> Slide into Lily's DM um, for me. Um, so- <laughs> I was about to be like, yeah, for Rebecca. <laughs> so, um, and then what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So there's a scene where Angel's... Uh, Courtney in the baby shower and she has everyone's um, baby pictures and it's like guess who is who yes and he looks at it and is like oh that's little Phyllis and she's like no that's me and he just like looks at the camera and is like really <laughs> yes, <laughs> so <grossed> yes. <laughs> you have to watch the scene to understand it but anyway back to the Grim Reaper since that had absolutely nothing to do with the Grim Reaper sorry about that, no, that us was- going off topic what a twist of a man. Would it really be JGT if we didn't go off topic at least once an episode? <laughs> Especially within the first minute. Right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the Grim Reaper. This was a topic that I thought of earlier this week, and mm-hmm. Mike and I were watching Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't watched it, I believe it's on A&E or the History Channel. That's but... where the meme comes from, the aliens. With yes, the guy. With the yeah, guy yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm well-versed that in guy, that meme. That guy seems great to have at parties. Oh, my but, God. Um, I'd invite him to family Thanksgiving just to shake things up. A thousand percent. I'm Take so it off of politics, it. bring it to aliens. Right? So we are watching one of the episodes, and then they start talking about one of the ways that they believe the Grim Reaper came to be, and Mike and I both looked at each other, and we were like the Spider-Man meme, or like, they're both, both pointing guns at yes! each other. The finger guns. And I, we were like, just Ghoulie Things podcast episode? And I was like, yes, sir. Yes. So as soon as I texted you that and you were on board, I was like, all right, let's do it. So without further ado, I'm going to be going through the different um, origins and beliefs and myths behind the Grim Reaper. I love historian Rebecca. I'm here for it. 
I, just, I have my little houndstooth jacket on. I feel you do. Yeah. Why is your jacket like? Make yourself at home. I this is your house. I am always bundled up. I need to have hoodies and sweaters and like I just I'd rather you like be, be cozy. I'd like to be cozy than cold. You know. Got what I mean? it. Yeah. Like I forgot I even had this on, but now I'm keeping it on for the fucking episode. You should have like a monocle. I should. <laughs> just talk like that. <laughs> well, I have my iced coffee. I'll pretend that it's hot coffee though. <laughs> By shaking the ice. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Take away my degree. Okay. <laughs> so the Grim Reaper, or otherwise known as the Angel of Death, is a conceptual entity that's depicted as a pale skeletal figure in a long black cloak with a hood and a scythe in hand in folklore and movies. So you guys have probably seen the Grim Reaper on different shows like Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Billy and Mandy, I think, was like the first time I yes, ever really and I didn't the even Grim realize. It's called The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And I was like... You didn't realize? That's why I was... Well, as a child, no. Oh, okay, okay. As I, a, okay, I was like, Lily, don't tell me you just learned this. <laughs> no, my brother one here dressed as the Grim Reaper because my brother was like... He wasn't emo, but he was like into dark shit, you know, like it's not a phase mom. I think it was his I'm going to wear all black everyday phase. Okay. With like the long hair. Me currently. Yeah. And um he <laughs> he he went as the Grim Reaper for Halloween and he had the scythe and like you know, like the Halloween costumes, like the cheap ones you get at parties, you like they tear, they're like that oh, knife, yeah. like that rayon or you whatever. Spend fifty dollars for a costume you wear once, yeah. But he kept the scythe. Like, I think up until like college. Like he was going <laughs> away to college and it was like in his closet. And I remember being like, What are you planning on doing with this plastic foam ass scythe? Like, why do you still have this in it? That's very concerning. Yeah, it was very, like, worrisome because I never really ca- would catch up with him. And I'm like, are you are you okay, Nicholas? Like, do you need an adult? Like, do you need to talk to someone? You are loved. <laughs> you are loved. You are treasured. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. That scythe is just one giant red flag just waving. I think it was mostly, like, he just, like, thought it was cool and, like, knew that he wouldn't be able to get a real one. So he just kind of kept it in the closet but like we got but but like we were i remember like packing him up for college and we were it it was either still there or we were reminiscing about how long he had had it i can't like this was years ago so i can't remember which one um but i remember that like it was like in his closet and just being like okay like this is like some people have shoes some people have you know collectibles in their closet my brother has a, a, a fake scythe i just wish that you kept it so that when he gets married and he walks down the aisle he just walks with the scythe you know what i would aisle? do if I, i'd be like I, i'd have it like under like like my seat or like the pew or whatever and then like as he walks down the aisle i'd be like nick you forgot this <laughs> any objections i object. i feel like you had siblings you'd be like the pain in the ass sister like i am thousand percent right absolutely i would live to ruin their lives oh my god yes okay sorry so some people ask though why the skeletal figure why the scythe why the robe um skeletons are a symbol of death of course of course as they would be representing the human body after it's decayed Mm -hmm. and the robe is thought to be reminiscent of the robes that religious figures of the time wore when conducting funerary services okay that's fair yeah and the scythe is an apt image taken from agricultural practices of time. So harvesters use scythes to reap or harvest crops that were ready to be plucked from the earth. Oh, like they, like... Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what happens when humans die, right? They're plucked from this earth. So there's kind of like that 
Oh my god. Yeah, right? like I'm taking you like with my you. size. I'm plucking you from this earth because yes. you're dead. This is my robe. I'm a funeral director. I'm a monk type shit. Yeah. I'm a skeleton because you're, you're about to die. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until this research, which I thought was really cool. So it is believed that this entity escorts souls out of the deceased due to the unknown territory of life after death. While some believe that he arrives on an old coach drawn by white horses, others believe he arrives on a single horse without any coaches. Mm-hmm. His skeletal face bears a grim expression that successfully haunts a number of people, instilling the never-ending fear of death and departure. Throughout the history of mankind, the concept of death as a godlike entity has had a significant impact on human psyche. Mm-hmm. So there are different mythological and religious entities that come from different cultures and beliefs from all over the globe that somehow link with the origin of the personification of death in the form that is the Grim Reaper. Ooh. So now I'm going to start talking about some of the ways that death has been personified in human history. So, I'm for example, coming in hot, we have the ancient Greek mythology. <laughs> you sound like a what? <laughs> you sound like meteorologist. So, for example, in ancient Greek mythology, Charon was such an entity, like the Grim Reaper, who carried the souls of the recently deceased in a ferry across the river that separated the worlds of the living from the dead. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, death is also identified as the fourth horseman of which the Bible says in the book of Revelation. So the following excerpt that I'm about to read has been taken from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Oh my God, Revelations is so like cool. So when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come, and I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth, to kill with sword and with famine and with pestilence and by wild beasts uh, by the earth. <laughs> Although the scripture doesn't call death the grim reaper, nor does it say about it wearing a black hooded cloak holding a scythe, it does act as a link in the depiction of the grim reaper holding a pale, riding a pale horse. He's not holding a pale horse. <laughs> That'd be a very interesting picture. The grim reaper is ripped. <laughs> I can bench like six horses, bro. <laughs> and, like, bro, do you, even, do you even death, bro? <laughs> If you carefully observe the image um, that I'm going to be posting on our Instagram, follow us at Just Schooling Things Podcast. You will see the fourth horseman of the on the extreme left riding a pale and skinny horse, and is himself quite the same, giving an almost skeleton-like look. However, as mentioned earlier, various artists have depicted this horseman in a skeleton figure. Some of them include John Haynes after John Hamilton Mortimer in his 1784 painting death on a pale horse and victor vasnatov in his 1887 painting four horsemen of apocalypse and i'm going to be posting all these pictures in one like carousel on our instagram so you can check them all out on one post is that what they call those carousels yeah i've been calling it a slideshow i'm a thousand years old it's it's essentially the same thing i don't know why i I think slideshow is better but carousel i like that. Yeah, just influencer things, right? Oh my God, we're all learning from Rebecca. Okay, so then the next, um, the next version of the Grim Reaper is called Anku, which is the figure of death in Breton mythology. So the ultimate symbolism of the Grim Reaper is death, and in Greek mythology, Thanatos is the deity associated with death, who was the twin brother of Hypnos, the god of sleep. The portrayal of Thanatos isn't scary and intimidating. He is actually depicted as a pleasant-looking young man with wings and a sword. This simply shows that the Greeks did not see death as something horrific, but accepted it as a part of life, which that's, I think is I so love beautiful, that. right? Yeah, that's so comforting. I like it that. It makes it makes 
death less scary to yeah. people. So in Breton mythology the, and Cornish and Norman French folklore, death is personified as Anku. His depiction is quite similar to that of the image of the Grim Reaper today. He's believed to appear as a man or a skeleton who wears a black cloak and wields a scythe. Familiar, right? Some legends also state him to be like a shadow that seems to be of an old man wearing a hat. Legend has it that four black horses pulled his cart, which helped him carry the souls of the deceased. White horses, black horses, I guess it kind of just yeah. depends on what story you believe well, in. Well, we can all agree it's not a brown-ass horse. Tell you that. that we, can, we can agree on that one. So it is believed by some that the Grim Reaper has originated from the legend of Anku. However, there are others that claim this notion to be untrue, considering that the Grim Reaper is a somewhat recent depiction of death, as I'm about to explain. So now we're going to go into how I first thought of the idea to do the story on the Grim Reaper is mm -hmm. because of the Black Death. Mm -hmm. So although life and death are the inseparable and inevitable part of the world's existence, it was not always that death was personified as a scythe bearer who wears a hooded cloak and carries souls to the afterlife. If we browse through the medieval history and the events that took place in it, it can be concluded that a lot about the figure of death as a skeleton can be linked with the massive deaths that occurred between the late 14th to early 15th century, infamously known as the Black Death. Got yes. it. So the You're right. goes back a little further. Yes. Yeah, so the plague comes in various forms in different cities, wiping out a significant percent of population. Because of the plague being highly contagious, priests refused to perform last rites, resulting in unburied death bodies. Considering the frightening environment where everyone feared being affected with this pandemic, it was only natural for people to view death as a skeletal figure as the amount of corpses in the vicinity were overwhelming. Mm. This pandemic was named the Black Death because the victims were covered in mysterious mm -hmm. black boils that oozed blood and pus. Oh, yeah, no, thank warning. you. I probably should have put a trigger warning before uh -huh. that. I'm sorry. Also, the skin of the victim became black. Black is also the color that is worn in funerals and death. Hence, was a natural for the artists of that era to see death coming in the color black. While initially tools such as crossbows, axe, or darts were thrown as death's weapon, gradually it was replaced with a scythe, and many artists portrayed death of the Grim Reaper using this tool to mow souls. Um, in another article that I read, which I thought was interesting that I had to include in my research, the gender of the Grim Reaper. Male. So <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Please tell me why. Things are going fine, and then this being shows up and just brings you down and ruins everything and wastes your time. The Grim Reaper is male. Next. Skip these three paragraphs, Rebecca. I don't want to hear it. So there is an ongoing debate of the Grim Reaper being male or female. Also, it says it's coming just to take you, but you know it's taking other people. When, listen, when I die, I'm going to say, um, have you taken anyone else today? <laughs> Are, are, like, I know you say that, Grim Reaper, but you're saying what you're saying don't ma doesn't match your actions. I want to be the only one you kill today. Yeah. Okay. Like, you said you'd take, like, you said you'd kill me and take me to, like, purgatory, I guess, is where I'd end up. <laughs> right? Like, you told me that, and now you're, like, taking all these other people from the hospital? Like, I don't need this. And that bitch Jessica that I told you about that I, I told didn't you like. Jessica wasn't doing well, and you said <laughs> not to worry. <laughs> Fucking Jessica. I'm not speaking from experience, though. <laughs> oh, God. This is off the top of my head. Continue. That's, a, that's for a separate podcast. <laughs> so, um, first off, being a symbol of death, it's unlikely for it to have a gender, though. Usually, this Grim Reaper is depicted as a male, 
there have been legends associated with death being a female. So, for instance, in Poland, death is a female word, smirk, and is believed to be an old skeletal woman whose appearance is quite similar to that of the traditional Grim Reaper. However, death wears a white robe, not black. Okay. Also in Scandinavian mythology, death is considered to be old and an ugly woman who especially came into the picture during the Black Plague. Interesting. It is said that this old lady came with either a broom or a rake and wore a black robe. The day she brought a broom, all would die in the area, while some would escape death when she carried a rake. A similar belief was prevalent in Lithuanian mythology, where death was called Giltine, who was an old, ugly woman with a long blue nose and poisonous tongue. Ooh. In both religions, this depiction of death later evolved as the Grim Reaper wearing a black robe and holding a scythe. Well, the whole concept of life after death is well beyond the realm of physical world, and no one has ever ventured back to tell us whether there is such an entity as the Grim Reaper in mm -hmm. reality or not. While some people consider it to be nothing more than just a myth, a scary fictional character maybe, the concept of the Grim Reaper is a very chilling reminder to all of us and teaches us that the death is a reality that we all must face inevitably mm -hmm. and that it might just say hello when we least expect it. But I also want to add too, going back to the Grim Reaper being being originated in Black Plague times, mm -hmm. there the reason why it was kind of illustrated the way it was in pictures is because there were some accounts saying that people did see these skeletal ghostly like figures mm -hmm. uh there that were kind of like foggy take mm -hmm. um taking over those streets and it just so happened that those streets that these things were being seen at all the people that were on that street would die so uh lily i know you have some encounter <laughs> stories that you want to tell our boo fangs about yes i do Okay, so here we go. I, again, don't have the app open, even though I literally only have one job. Okay, so I have two which I found on Reddit. Mm -hmm. So this one is posted by a user named Vault32 five years ago. Child, it's called Childhood Encounter with the Grim Reaper or something like it. Ooh. So eight-word summation, I saw the Grim Reaper as a kid. The detailed version is a bit longer, if you'll hear me out, as I even question what it was that I most definitely saw that night. I promise this is not no-sleep BS. If it sounds like a story, it's because I've told it so often. I'm also excited to post here after reading very similar accounts that now only seem to support what I saw, was a f what I saw as a phenomenon. When I was very young, my mom was still a dog breeder of Cocker Spaniels. Spaniels. <laughs> Spaniels. <laughs> Talk much, Lily? <laughs> Burn. So it was the summer between kindergarten and first grade, very early 80s, not sure when, when anymore because I started kindergarten earlier than most. One of the Cocker Spaniels had just had puppies. She was notoriously a very high-strung dog who was a horrible mother. <laughs> um... I'm not sure if she would smother or carelessly injure or ignore her pups, but for that reason, the pups were kept away from her after they fed and put in a laundry basket with a heating pad on low and a towel for the night. <laughs> Me being a kid and them being puppies, I begged mom to keep the basket in my room that night. The basket of pups was placed in, I don't like where this is going, is placed in front of my door to hold it open with a nightlight nearby. As a kid, I needed a nightlight, and I also had to have my door open. All, all that done, I fell asleep 
to the whimpers of newborn pups and the sound of the pump in my fish tank. Nothing out of the ordinary at the time. At some point, I awoke in the middle of the night to the frantic squeals and cries of the puppies, Uh but they sounded tinny, distant, like in a tunnel or across a warehouse from me. Even my fish tank sounded off, like my ears were blocked by sinus pressure. I rolled over to check on them or go get my mom, but there was something crouched near the basket. At first, I thought it was my mom. I think I even asked, Mom? It was dark, hunched over, squatting near the laundry basket. What I thought was mom's nightgown was just a black garment draped over it. The thing's back was to me. The nightlight didn't even illuminate it. If anything, it was smoky and translucent, like ink and water. Like they said! When I spoke to it, it turned around toward my bed, and I saw a skull in the black shape where a head should be. Sometimes memory... um, Sometimes memory is it had red dot eyes. Sometimes I remember them being empty and black, but I knew it looked right at me. I swear its jaw snapped open, (gasps) maybe surprised I saw it or to scare me. It worked. (laughs) I screamed. I screamed for my mom in the room just next door. It sounded like my screams went nowhere. Looking back now, I really think the whole room was like in a bubble of time or sound so this thing could do whatever it was doing. The thing pulled back from the basket and spun around, this skull in a cloak, like it was on all fours, but I didn't see hands on the ground. Ooh. Don't like that at all. It's like doing the Naruto run. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, thank you. Hard pass. Um, It started coming towards me, working its jaw. (gasps) I remember it grinning. I remember it hanging open. I just got, like, chills down my spine. It skittered across the 10 to 12 feet from the door to my bedside. I hid under my blanket. That's all I remember. I guess I passed out. When I woke up, I ran straight to my mom and told her everything, furious as to why she didn't save me. She said she didn't hear a peep, apologized, tried and tried to calm me. I drew a picture of the cloaked skull sitting beside the basket to describe what I saw. At this point in my life, I had never seen Reaper iconography. I had no idea what I was drawing. I knew what a skull was, but that was the extent of my, quote, death knowledge. She kept drawing in her, she kept the drawing in her jewelry box and later a Bible. It's since been long lost. Flash forward years later, I'm probably 10, and I see my first depiction of the classic Grim Reaper in art class on the cover, or in art, sorry. I don't know why I read the word class when it's not there. The classic Grim Reaper in art on the cover of an old Hitchcock short story paperback. It blows my mind. Besides the scythe, it's the closest thing to what I saw. I go back to mom, flabbergasted, to again show her what I saw. At this point, I guess she thinks I'm old enough to be told that three puppies didn't make it that night. as And she removed them before I woke up. Oh, But that was in the sunny morning, not the dark night. She admits she believes I saw something and she had no explanation for what it was and that there are things that we just don't understand. So now I'm an adult and I've been pretty skull and death obsessed ever since. I still believe in the paranormal but have had no other encounters. There was even a period around 10 to 12 where I talked to the darkness of my room trying to bring it back so I could ask it questions. It never returned. So feel free to tell me that I had a nightmare or sleep paralysis or a night hag, which I've never heard of. Never heard but of I want to look hag. that into. Look, look that into. That's <laughs> not 
how sentences work. I don't know if I saw the Reaper or an energy vampire, dimensional demon, ghost, whatever. I don't have that answer, but I saw it. I had no exposure to death imagery beforehand. Animals died in its presence. I have never been able to remove the image of it from my mind. So please tell me what you think it was. Definitely sounds Grim Reaper-ish to me. It's interesting. I think one of the things that it's hard to deny is that this person at the time never had seen imagery of the Grim Reaper before. Yeah. So to conjure up this thought of what this person saw at a young age, what are the chances that that same night the three puppies ended up passing away, um, seeing like the skeletal figure, mm-hmm. the black cloak, the the misty kind of sense that yeah. it was and that's something that goes back to the exactly black, the black plague that's gate, something so. that like i didn't even know was a thing yeah did yeah. you know it was a thing before you did the research nope right and now all so. of a sudden this kindergartner or almost kindergartner or some shit like that is seeing this detailed depiction mm-hmm. of something which she had never or that she had never yeah yeah okay so my first encounter story um i found this on ranker shout out ranker And this starts, while spending some time in the hospital for an unknown illness, one single mother had an experience that definitely made her fear the Reaper. The sick mother's hospital roommate was a terminally ill woman who hadn't said anything the entire time they were sharing a room. But then came the night before the mother was meant to be discharged. Quote, I was awakened by a voice in my room. It was a woman's voice, but I couldn't make out what she was saying. I opened my eyes, but there was no one in the room, just me and my roommate, who was incoherent the entire time we shared our room. Assuming it was a nurse in the hall, I tried falling back asleep. Suddenly, there was a loud, frantic voice shouting, No! No, you can't take me! I won't go! I opened my eyes again, and the room was much, much darker, and my roommate was sitting straight up in her bed, screaming with complete and utter conviction towards the foot of her bed, almost like a child objecting to bedtime. She, crying, still sitting straight up, looked at something, listened very intently for what seemed like forever. She began to whisper, Yes, and no between whimpers and then she laid back down and i watched the darkness leave the room end quote Ooh. i mean but the thing is too is that we automatically think the grim reaper is a bad guy but it seems or girl but it seems like the grim reaper is just actually trying to help guide the person that's already passing like it's not yeah. really up to the grim reaper's choosing yeah that's a good point and just guide them to the afterlife yeah. I don't think that the Grim Reaper is necessarily killing the people. I just think that mm-hmm. they're that this being is guiding them to the next part of their journey. I like that. So this is okay. I didn't. I think the user was deleted. Okay. So this one is called "My Encounter with the Grim Reaper?" Question <laughs> mark. Hello, all. This is my first time posting in this subsection, but I have been lurking around these forums a lot recently. All of my life, I have had both paranormal and spiritual encounters. In fact, the house that I currently live in is haunted. This I am 100% certain of. Even the previous owner who lived here refused to go upstairs and would instead sleep downstairs for many years. I could go on and on about my experiences, but today I wanted to talk specifically about an experience that has happened recently and has left me terrified for months. I wanted to tell you all about a time that I saw something I can't explain. I remember I had a day off work, and that day I felt like being lazy and staying home. Relatable. Mm -hmm. That's a big mood. Um, I stayed in my cozy pajamas, watched loads of reality TV, and binged on some delicious junk food. This is my kind of day off. (coughs) Oh my god, the Grim Reaper's (laughs) in hell! I inhaled my own spit! 
<laughs> you know how that happens? Like your the saliva, water. like you're salivating, and then you inhale and it gets <coughs> caught in the airstream. Okay. We have water. <coughs> water ASMR. All right. I think I'm. <coughs> I'm good. Okay, I was definitely in a good space, and I needed that time to relax and unwind after a long week of working my butt off. I then went to my bathroom. My bathroom has a window that overlooks a car park, so and also a very large and old tree. I used the, the bathroom and started washing my hands thoroughly and glanced outside my window for a moment. And then I saw it. It had to be over 12 feet. A tall presence in front of me staring into my eyes. It wore a long black gown that seemed to never end. In fact, it looked like it was floating right in front of that tree. Its face was pure white with jet black unkempt long hair. And the most alarming feature I noticed were piercing black eyes staring right into what felt like my soul. Mm -hmm. I have never felt this kind of terror in my life. I just stood there frozen and silent staring back at whatever this was for what felt like an eternity. Moments passed, and I then came to my senses, and there was one thing I knew I needed to do. Get out of sight. I blinked a few times, and it was still there. So I quickly ran, quickly ran out of the bathroom and downstairs as fast as I could and came to my kitchen window, which also overlooks this large old tree. To my surprise, this thing had disappeared. And shortly after, I could feel my heart in my throat, which followed one of the worst anxiety attacks I've ever experienced. I don't know what this entity was, but it has scared me ever since, just thinking about just thinking about it and how much hate and anger it, emit, it emitted. I told a friend who seems to be convinced that what I saw was a reaper. I wonder if anyone has had a similar encounter like this. I'd love to hear your stories. Thanks for taking the time now to read. Wow. So, for some reason, since they said about, like, the window overlooking a parking lot, I'm imagining that this author must live in an apartment building. It would be crazy, like, if you found out that, like, you saw that and then, like, one of your neighbors passed away that day. Like, if I saw that shit and I knew I was still alive, I'd be, like, keeping an eye out for ambulances right? and stuff. Right, like, who's, like, who is this for? Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh. I like that the day off is going really well and you're just, like, Watching garbage TV and just like eating Cheetos and you know in what your pajamas. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, and like, really it was like, bitch, good. you thought you're gonna have a relaxing day. <laughs> you really thought that's cute. <laughs> that's real cute. Oh, I love that for you that you think that. <laughs> I'm gonna let you enjoy those Cheetos one last time. <laughs> Imagine dying with orange fingers. <laughs> let me just suck the last of that. I, you know, I just off. need, I just need the cheese powder before <laughs> I go. <laughs> My last meal. <laughs> the last supper. The last supper was just Cheeto version. powder. Okay, oh, continue. Okay. So my last story for today is titled Encounter with Death Entity or Grim Reaper. And this I found on liveabout.com slash encounter with entity Grim Reaper. And this was written by Stephen Wagner and is updated um, actually January 30th of 2020. Ooh, so it is up to date. I like that. Yes. So Dales believes that he and his brother saw the Grim Reaper while his mother was visited by a death entity. I know this may sound unbelievable, but I had to let myself cope with things for a while in my mind before I would even decide to write it. So my mother passed away February 5th, 2013, and this is the story of what happened. My mother was always sick for the last 10 years in and out of the hospital. She was suffering from kidney issues, which led to her having issues like congestive heart, congestive heart failure. I'm sorry. 
One time when my brother and I were with her, she had a bad bout of it and she swelled up. She went straight from our house to Marquette General Hospital and on the way there she died three times. Holy shit. After she passed on for those three times, she never had a near-death experience. That kind of freaked me out, though I always figured her near-death experiences means that you're gone, clinically gone. That means no brain release whatsoever. Years have passed, and the house that we had lived in has always been haunted. There had been numerous problems. Around 2002, when I was home visiting, my brother and I were watching TV late at night. Down in our basement, a snap lid box moved from one end of the basement to the other. We saw shadows and everything. Then suddenly, for a few years, it stopped. Mom's health got a bit better, although she was on dialysis and oxygen, but she was feeling better. Then 2013 came and everything started to change. At night, when she was in bed, Mom would see a person walk from the, high, from the highway in a red glow until it got to her bedroom. It would come through the wall and approach her side of the bed. Oof. It had a long black hat that came down to a point and glowing red eyes. On February 2nd, my mom went to the hospital with a high heart rate and low blood pressure, telltale signs of heart failure. She came back on two days later and was all right all that evening, had her favorite favorite dinner, and watched her programs. My brother and I came and spent the night once more. Around 3.47 in the morning, she hollered because she saw that entity again. My brother and I went in, but nothing was there. The following morning, my brother picked them up for dialysis, but by the time they made it 300 feet from the house, my mother had passed away in the vehicle. Oh. They got her to Marquette Hospital once more, but the neurologist said that she had no brain function and she was gone. Now, I think of the creature my brother and I saw at a local cemetery while driving by it one night. It was large and had tattered clothes on it. It was standing atop a freshly dug grave. Though I know what my brother and I had seen for that split second was the Grim Reaper, I can't figure out what my mother had been seeing all those nights. Ooh. Um, yeah. On that note, that concludes this episode of Just Lily Things, the Grim Reaper edition. All right. Follow us on Instagram at... Just Lily Things Podcast. Our personal Instagrams at... Rebecca Ruber and... At Lily Baldessari. Twitter. JGT Podcast. Facebook like page. Just Lily Things Podcast. Facebook private group. Just Lily Things Podcast group. Donate to that Patreon. Just Lily Things Podcast. You can also buy our merch for the holidays at... TeePublic.com. Search Just Lily Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal story that they'd like to share on our show, feel free to email us at... Just Lily Things Podcast to gmail.com and don't be afraid to shout us out on all your social media pages rate us five stars and review us on apple Podcasts. that would be great that's listen. all we want for christmas that's all we want that's all that's yeah really take nice your friend's lot. phone hack your friend's phone do face id when they're not looking you know just like yoink and yeah then, while they're sleeping i mean they don't yeah even know. yeah like if you have an android and they have an iphone like go to apple podcasts and give us five Subscribe stars so that they constantly get our weekly yes. episodes and like why am i seeing this and then they think oh it's a sign that I should be listening to this podcast for some reason. Absolutely. Little do they know that you just took their account and subscribed Yes, to them, sneaky. To for them. I like it. All right, Boo Fangs. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to Boo next week. Goodbye. Bye.